0: Welcome to Sales Hiring Straight Talk, where sales leaders go for advice, tips, and resources to hire high performing sales talent. If you find the hiring process challenging or have been disappointed when a hire couldn't sell, you're not alone. Make your sales hiring interviews rock with Sales Hiring Straight Talk. Here are your co hosts, Jennifer Leake and Suzanne Paling.
1: Today, we continue our conversation with good friend Ira Wolf, president of Success Performance Solutions and a thought leader on the subject of candidate experience. Ira, I hear people say they can't find candidates for jobs they're trying to fill. What's the most important thing you feel a company needs to be doing today regarding job applications?
0: It's got to be mobile a good mobile experience. 96% of all adults under the age of 29, so that's 18 to 29, own a smartphone. Almost two thirds of them. That's their only communication. That's their only connection to the job. So if you're looking for people online, which is almost everybody, is that then in return they need to be able to apply online. So the very first thing, and this goes back to your question, Suzanne. What what do I need to tell the boss so that we're not getting this? How do we how do we get that change? Ask them to to apply for a job at their own company. Oh, that's a great idea. Good thought. Yeah, I, I got to tell you. It's amazing. It's probably a game changer. I say, well, I know, I know we did that when we first started this new system. And they can't find how to apply for the job. <laughs> they, they and tell them to do it on a smartphone or a tablet. Don't have them do it on their desktop with a 34-inch ultra-wide screen. They need to do it on a mobile device, on wireless, not on a gigabyte of bandwidth that's coming in. They need to do it on a wireless connection and see what it's like. And if they still say, well, if somebody, if the candidate's not willing to spend the time to figure it out, we don't want them. That still goes on. And frankly, you've lost the war at that point. Again, this is somewhat facetious, but I I would tell you if that's what, what you get from your CEO or your boss look for another job because that company is, you are going to be working overtime. You're going to be doing everybody else's job. You're not going to be attracting the right talent. It's going to go downhill really, really fast. But I still hear that. I still hear, well, we don't want to make it that easy. And I'm not telling you to make it easy. I don't care what the process looks like after that. You can't treat people miserably, but you can still have difficult, challenging interviews, but you can't make it a bad experience. You can't lock the front doors and expect people to figure out how to get in.
1: Well, it's going to transfer over to once we hire you, are we going to have you figure it out? Or are we going to train you?
0: Which goes into the next part of candidate experience. We talked about the application and what it's like in the interview, the employment, but hiring, I have an acronym, which is REACH, which is R-E-A-C-H. And the acronym is how do you reach people? Then how do you engage them? And we've been talking about that. So is once you market and target the right audience, you're going to the right places, you're using the right messaging then how do you engage them? And that's a chat bot. It could be through a video. Or or as I said, if we use a, a short screen, it could be through a quick interview. Then you have the full application process, which is the A. And then you have C, which is communication and often. But the H is hiring. A really, really weak part of recruitment is the onboarding. You know, in the past was hey, we got a job offer and they accepted it. And then you hand it off to either HR to get all the paperwork done and they have to fill out the 25 different forms, drop it off. And then they show up for the first day at work and their desk isn't ready. Nobody knew they were coming. The manager is actually offsite. Onboarding is critical. We hear stories all the time of people showed up on the first day or they didn't show up because the onboarding was so miserable or they show up the first day and don't show up after lunch. Because they got there and nobody knew they were coming. The work wasn't done. They're supposed to sit down and either follow somebody around or sit down and log in. And they don't have logins yet. Onboarding is critical. So the recruitment process really begins with employment brand all the way from the beginning, all the way through onboarding. And onboarding isn't just on the first day they show up. It really is a two or three, at least a two or three month process to make sure that they're acclimated, who's checking on them, how are they doing? Again, the communication process has got to be ongoing. So so the acronyms reach, engage, apply, converse, work communication, and hire.
1: That is great. Such good advice for all sales leaders. Hiring is such a critical component of that job. Is there any final advice, something we haven't touched on in this candidate experience, either? and probably even more critical for sales leaders? Anything come to mind?
0: I think we've covered it in a broad sense, so, so I'll just reemphasize it. Employees are your customers too. So they're internal customers. But you really have to think about the strategy. What have you done to differentiate yourself from all your competitors, from in selling vehicles, making yourself attractive to top talent. And once the talent is interested and they say, hey, I think I'm, um, I'd am i like to stop by and where they show up on your parking lot, which is your website these days, and they, they peruse around everything you've done to modernize your sales process and your marketing has to be applied to recruitment. I can tell you, it's simple. But this, at least in theory, it's as simple as that. And you know, fortunately, sales and, and marketing pretty good at what they do for their products and services. Well, now they need to apply that and, and not compromise it, but apply that to recruitment and the employee experience beyond that after they get there. Mm-hmm. How do you treat people? So it, we talked about candidate experience, but employee experience is, is even more important because once you get them in, you've already invested in them. And with a great resignation, in effect, you need to do a good job to make sure the good people that you've hired and you like to clone don't leave. All right, I know your words are
1: really resonating with a lot of sales leaders out there. I know you've really inspired them to take a hard look at the hiring process and and see what it is you know that they can improve, which I think is probably quite a bit in most cases. All right, you know, I really I think one of the things I really got out of our conversation today is that sales leaders should really take your information as a wake up call. You know, I wrote down that. There's so many pieces to consider in finding and hiring candidates. And there's so many opportunities to lose a candidate that you really want to hire with all those pieces.
0: And I know we're getting toward the end, but let me just close there. And this is only from my client's data, but I know this is true through some of the other trends. One of my clients using the application they insisted they wanted to use and doing things the way they wanted to do it. When we started them on an applicant tracking system, and that's that's not the end-all and be-all and there's problems, but you need some form of technology to really facilitate this. They had, in one month, they were complaining that it wasn't working. And they were getting a handful of applicants and that was true. So I went to look at how many people landed on their website, but didn't apply and how many people started an application, but didn't complete it. Not how many applications they got. They had 942 applications that were started and not completed in the month that they said they weren't getting enough to apply, which hit home with the CEO and go, so were we tracking that before? What was the rate before? Nobody was tracking it. So one is you got to have metrics. What we did was we, they finally accepted it and we compromised and they didn't, I didn't take the application down to what I thought it should have been, but I said, let's wean out the part. And it was literally overnight. They went from a 8% completion rate to a 70% completion rate. Now I'm not telling you they were all high quality candidates, but if you only have 8% of people applying, then you don't even have a chance to talk to them. So at least you had it in there. And then the next part is, what can you do to have a better screening process? How do we identify what are the key skills that people need? What was the response time? And the CEO said, I want everybody to be contacted within 24 days. We're going to measure that. And every day, human resource manager went in and checked on the status of how many people were con- was everybody contacted that same day. And they're up to like 92% completion rate on their applications. They still have challenges because it's a tough market. So even if you're good, it's not a guarantee that you're gonna have, you know, high volumes of people because they it just doesn't exist, especially they're in healthcare. So, I mean, they're just not lots mm-hmm. of CNAs and nurses and physical therapists, and, you know, hanging around out there doing nothing, waiting for you to ask them. But they were losing 90%. 90% of the people came and said, hey, I'm interested in buying your product. I mean, if you think about that in sales and marketing, if 90% of the people who walked through your front door didn't buy from you, everybody would be fired that they said, hey, we're coming in, we're interested. And you ignored them where you made it so arduous. Same process here. So in that, some
1: cases, they actually picked up a product and put it back down on the shelf and walked away. Those would be the ones who started the application.
0: Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. They came in, they looked around and they were turned off. Either you didn't respond, they were ignored, You didn't have good report. I mean, there's a mil- million reasons that happened, but, or they came to your door and knocked on it and it was locked.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's a really strong analogy. Interesting way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. If sales managers would look at hiring in the same way they look at selling. Uh, yes, I think it would when you were talking about your example, I think you said they had to be contacted within 24 days, but you meant 24 Uh, 24 hours. hours, Yes. Okay. Just wanted to point that out.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, thanks for that correction. Yeah, definitely. Definitely 24 hours. That really
1: raises the bar more.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And again, even if it's more than an acknowledgement, then then once you hit submit to the application that it says, thank you for applying for the job, we will be in touch if we're interested. That's just... You know, I I talk about it is stop your cold and corporate messaging and think of a warm and welcoming messaging. Thanks very much for applying. We really appreciate when you, we know your time is important and we know you're, you know, anticipating a response from us. We will definitely respond in 24 hours, one way or the other. That could be an automated message. And guess what? The next message could be automated. Sure. You know, you have to personalize it, but this thank you for applying for the job, period, hard stop has got to stop.
1: Great stuff, Ira, as always. Thank you for fitting us into this very busy day of yours. And thank you. Always,
0: Jennifer, you know, you you know, you don't have to ask twice with me. We're here to be a resource for you. Visit saleshiringstraighttalk.com to listen to more episodes in the growing podcast library. Sales Hiring Straight Talk. So your sales hiring interviews rock.